This is the EVP Podcast. And we are back with another episode of the EVP Podcast. And I am Ghosty. I'm Beaker. I'm D to the V to the O. And we are the EVP Podcast crew members. That's right. <laughs> Presidents. Tis I. <laughs> Presidents. Presidents. Presidents of the EVP Podcast. <laughs> New title for podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a fun uh, fun night we had last night. Um, like the drive? The drive was fun. <laughs> I think we spent more time in the car than we did investigating. Well, let's talk about it. What are we talking about today? We are talking about the old Merker Cemetery. It is a ghost town here in Utah. And uh, a lot of people call it Mercer. I call it Mercer. But I guess after reading more about it, it was actually named after the uh, element. Is it an element? Mercury? Yeah. It's an element. Okay. Yes. The element Mercury. So they were mining the uh, Mercury ore. Well, they were uh, mining gold. Gold was the biggest thing. That wasn't even the original name of it. It was something else. Lewistown. Lewistown. Lewistown, USA. Yep. And then... uh, But unfortunately, that name was already taken. (laughs) There was another city in Utah called Lewistown. They said, nope, we got to scrap. We got to scrap that name. Well, they didn't have telephones back then to call each other. <laughs> True. <laughs> they had telegraphs, They sent the, po- the Pony Express down. They might have. When was the phone invented? I don't know. Because this was like 1860. We had phones back then? I don't know. No, I don't think we had phones back I think we- phones were like more of a 1900 thing back when we had. Oh, well, that's not what I wanted. Keep going. Keep but anyways, um, this place, this is located in uh, Tooele County. Another weird word, Tooele. <laughs> that is true. Because tell me how to spell it. T-O-O-E-L-E. What's the common, most common thing you hear? When people, Thule. Yeah, Thule. Old Thule town. Which is funny because... Thule's um, are dicks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or they're those things out in the weed, you know, those weeds. The weeds, <laughs> the Thule's. <laughs> um... But it's uh, so it sits next to another ghost town called Ofer, another weird word. But uh, yeah, both these places are real close to Thule. Okay, where do they get these names from? Um, I don't know. I think some of them might actually be like Native American. But oh, Merker okay. actually comes from the word Mercury. Right. Um, what's weird about this ghost town, though, is that it actually was super booming. Like it was had like six to twelve thousand people at one point. Right. And which is pretty big for the 1800s, and especially this little small area. Right, it's in, it's in it's the middle of nowhere. It's in the today. desert. It's in the desert. Yeah. In That's 1854, the... they constructed phone-like devices. In 1876 is when Alexander Graham Bell got the U.S. patent for the telephone. The patent, but not full production. So no, they might not have had headphones. No, phones they're telegraphing like it and horseback yeah. riding. Morse code. So, uh, but yeah, that's. So what's crazy about this town is that as of today, nothing remains of this town. No, like, like looking at old gone. pictures, these buildings were like side by side, just stacked up on each other because it was a, a booming mining town. And you know, back in those days, you know, hit, hidden, hidden or rich with, with gold or silver, or whatever you can find, I, that was a big deal. That's why, you know, back in '49, when people ran over to San Francisco. But even here in Utah, Magna was a big mining place. Um, this this Merker area, uh, I mean, there's tons. Even today, still, there's a huge mining going on with Rio Tinto for copper, in in the same mountains actually of, of Merker. 
Where, which are the Ochre Mountains. Yeah. Which is, yeah, just the uh, far, just on far the opposite south. side. Yep. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, far southwest. south end, Southwest side of it. Yeah. And so Merkur was just up in these mountains. And, and even today, there's nothing much around there. And, I, I, like, t- t- just to, like, today, like I said, today, there's hardly anything around this area. And to think at one point, this was a booming town. Like the old Wild West town. It's and crazy to think there of. is not a single structure left. The only thing that is left in the mine is closed off. It's uh, owned by this Barrick Gold Company. It's just some old chute. But there was a lot of gold out of this place. Like $16 million of gold came out of there. Which Back is in the early 1900s. <clears throat> late 1800s. Late 1800s into the 1900s. Um, which equivalent to today's value at somewhere around like 300 and something million oh wow okay hmm. but because of that like because they kept coming up with like people start finding gold or find ways to pull more gold out of the old tailings then it start booming again and like all the people that left come right back again or more people started coming yeah over like what almost 100 years almost 100 like, years 100 years it kept like reinventing itself three times going away and coming back going away coming back it burned down twice yeah it burned down like everything within hours like a couple hours everything burned down did they did they did they ever suspect i don't know if you read anything did they ever suspect somebody did it or if it was just more things were just more flammable back then well everything was made out of wood of yes. course um and everything and was lanterns close together everything had lanterns <clears throat> well what happened on the last time it burned down it was a it was a somebody was cooking chinese food and the oil caught on fire and they came outside and threw the oil on the ground but the wind blew the fire <laughs> up from the oil against the house it reminds me have you seen those videos of people that take scalding hot water outside in the cold oh and tr- make it try to turn into snow and it burns them <laughs> yeah <laughs> you see those beaker you know <laughs> like throw it up and just land i've on seen them. it like <laughs> I've seen it like in Canada where it's so cold they throw the pot of boiling water and it just turns into steam as they throw it. Right. Right. It's the same concept, but they try to make it look cool for the gram, right? So they try to do like an arch so that it looks like as they take pictures, there's like an arch of this, you know, boiling water and it just kind of, yeah, it turns into steam. But if they don't get it high enough, <laughs> it's just. Or if it's not cold enough. Or if it's not cold enough outside, just boiling water lands on it. I saw this little kid do it. It's not as funny if I say little kid. All right. He was probably like. 10, 11, 12, okay? Has this pot. Doesn't throw up very high. It basically lands. He tries to duck. It lands on him. He rolls on the ground. <laughs> it, it was a fail. <laughs> so that's what I think of when this, this person was trying to throw out flaming, flaming oil. oil. Yeah, like what do you think is going to happen? You know, I totally thought you were making that up until I read it just now. <laughs> no, yeah. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a lot of... Chinese immigrants that came, actually, they were probably slaves, to be honest. Let's be honest. They were probably slaves. In 1902? Is that the year it was? Yeah. That's the first fire. I mean, it's possible. No, they weren't slaves. They were just working, like, they had them working. June 26, 1902. Didn't Magna have a lot of, I know know Magna had a lot of Chinese miners, but were they slaves? No. They were 1902? No, they were just brought over here to help uh, build the railroads. They were brought over. Yeah, not, mm. uh, to get paid. There was no human trafficking. Right. Yeah. Okay. They were asked, and then they were paid. <laughs> they didn't live in camps either. They were rhetorically asked, and then, <laughs> and then paid. <laughs> they were given a penance. They were like, do you want to come mine with us? As they drag them over. <laughs> so they handcuff them. <laughs> You'll have food. <laughs> 
Okay, all right. I've heard I've heard some stories. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of weird stuff going on, but yeah, they uh they ended up burning the whole place down. Maybe so, yeah, they did it on purpose. There was Chinese and Italian. I think it was the most common immigrants that were there. Is that my right? Something um, like that. That's what I read anyway. Yeah, probably. But yeah, they were uh, they were, they just kept rebuilding the town, and then the town would just disappear. Like no, I don't know, like why there isn't anything left. I guess they were just taking all the like any wood paneling or whatever and just using it elsewhere and building other things with it. I don't know. That seems like yeah. a that seems like a pretty far out of your way to go stealing materials. I mean, it, it's gated off now, but just looking on Google Maps, it, it's it's barren. Yeah, there's nothing. There's the nothing only barren. so the only thing left of this town that you can actually see or go to is this cemetery. And yes. the cemetery does not have any like markings on the grave sites. They're just like some of them are just have rocks forming like a a, a long shape of a like where a, a body would be almost sitting. like a silhouette right yeah just, so like a, a rock outline of where a gravesite would be with a bigger rock as the headstone uh-huh. with nothing written on it actually so you, you or there's little fences like little gated not gated but a little fenced off area for each like picket fences pick yeah little picket fences for each uh individual plot and just you, to get there just exit off old finger bang highway <laughs> <laughs> yeah come to find out you gotta take finger bang highway <laughs> all the way out to murder so, so again this is out of nowhere and random cars are just pulled off to the side of the road <laughs> and we're like what are they doing there someone's getting finger banged <laughs> it's totally totally finger bang highway <laughs> Now I know why you forced me to eat your taco yesterday. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> What's going on here? Before, Who are you talking to? Before you. <laughs> the the uh, pastor. What? I'll probably say We all wrong. know. This that is way really you, That great. way you owed me. You owed me one for giving you a so. taco. No. Yep. So once we got on that highway. <laughs> I was no. just. Asking for a favor. <laughs> Asking for payment <laughs> for the taco. Reimbursed. It was a taco Sorry, from Del Barrio. Inside joke here. Delicious. Delicious. So anyways, yeah, we get and So I, I don't know exactly where this city actually was sitting compared to where this cemetery is. But if they had up. to... Like I said, I was looking up on Google Maps. From that highway to the cemetery you're probably a third to a quarter of the way into actual murker so you continue to take the road all the way up. yeah i mean it's gated so you can't go too far but but yeah you just take that same road yeah okay um so okay then they probably did have easier access to the cemetery because that was a bitch walking up to the cemetery like just how steep that was imagine how like because you have to walk from the uh, part where you park up and then you walk this trail that goes yeah. a pretty steep incline. It is a it's odd a pretty place steep for a incline. cemetery. And yeah, on it, top of a hill. Yeah, and if you had to carry a casket up there, that doesn't make any kind of sense. And let's, actually, the thing about this, it's a cemetery. There's like a dozen people maybe buried there. No, there's more than that. It's three miles from the city to the cemetery. Oh, it's really yeah. Wow. Okay, it's still quite a ways. But there's not too many people buried there, regardless. No, it's very no. small. For, for, very, a town small. That, for a town that at some point housed, what, 12,000 people at some point? Yeah, but if you think about, they didn't Over stay there very years. long. They didn't stay there very long. Every time it came back and was booming, it only lasted maybe like 
well, a few years. The plaque. Um, well, here's the thing: the plaque that we you took a picture of and put it up on Instagram. It's it's there at the trailhead. It says like 1896 to 1915. That's almost 20 years. That's still plenty of time for, especially when like during that time frame, the whole town burned down in like two and a half hours because of the Chinese fire. Do you think they buried their dead then, or do you think they just kicked them down in an abandoned mine chute? Maybe they'll just burn to death in the fire. Are you saying the Chinese started that fire? <laughs> the Chinese food fire. Okay. The Chinese food I fire. I left out a word. I'm sorry. Okay. Chinese food fire. <laughs> <laughs> they attacked us first. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised there's not a lot more people buried there. But it also makes sense. I mean, I don't know what they did back then. Were they shipping back home? Like, I, I don't know. I just find it weird. It's a weird, it's a weird right. place because, again, it's a steep hill, and you're just up on this little plateau overseeing the valley. It's actually a great scene. You know, it's a great, it's great three scenery. Three miles from the city. Yeah, three miles from the city towards the highway. I mean, back then there wasn't a highway, but I'm sure that was the uh, trail. That was, like, probably where they took their, I don't know, wagons? Like, what, that's probably what they took back then, right? Yeah, 1896. Yeah. Because that's horse, apparently horse this is when the cemetery. I mean, that's the dates mm-hmm. on the plaque. It says Merker Cemetery, eighteen ninety six to nineteen fifteen. So it's just, it's I don't know. It's it's curious, suspicious. In my yeah. opinion. To me, it almost feels like it's like someone just got bored one day and went up there and just put a bunch of rocks and picket fences and said these are all graves. <laughs> yeah, possibly. We got to do some lidar detection and see if there's bodies actually there. Well, I know I know a way we can do that. <laughs> I mean, we just have to take a certain medium with us, and she can tell us if there's actually bodies there. Oh, of course. Um, you know who you are. But I do think there's bodies there, but I don't think it's haunted. Well, you can keep telling the history of the town if you wish. Um, what about what else is about it? It. Uh, do you know what I found interesting? What? According to this. In 1897, the Golden Gate Mill was built in Merker and opened for business. Yes. The the mill's capacity was about 1,000 tons a day, and it became the biggest cyanide mill in the United States. I was just going to ask you if you knew what it was that was so groundbreaking about this mill, and it was a cyanide. It was the largest cyanide mill in the U.S. here in Utah. Well, because they... Is it with the, how they helped them find the gold, or, or get, I don't know how it correlates with gold, but it was revolutionary in the mining also, industry. It says the longest single electric transmission line in the U.S. was built for this mill. The line carried power from Provo uh, Power Plant to the mill until wow, approximately that's, 1913. That's a long distance. Yeah. So also, this place was also had uh, two major roads. So they had a, a fork in the road that leading down from the canyon forked into two narrow gulches geyser gulch and horse thief gulch which both of them were lined up with buildings down these down these streets and there was also two different newspapers for this place they had the lewiston mercury and the merker minor two separate newspapers for this town um they had their own fire department they had a church they had schools they had an opera house a brass band a dance hall a dental office, several saloons, and many 24-hour restaurants all in this town. Several uh, grocery, dry goods, hardware, uh, milliner stores, candy shops, livery stables, 
and several good hotels. There was hotels in Merker. Well, that makes sense. Maybe you were just coming there, staying at the hotel, mining. You didn't want to live there. I don't know. That's crazy to think about that that was going on back then, especially looking at it, and it just looks like sagebrush and jackrabbits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's nothing that is left from any yeah, of this. The, this place was popping. They completely tore everything down, the uh, current owners, I believe, over the years, just demolished everything. Oh, really? They didn't want anybody? Like, why Why would they do that? I don't know. You think they're into some kind of crazy cult? I think there's some crazy government stuff going on up in there. <laughs> they got aliens. They got too much mercury running through their veins. Maybe. And cyanide. So, uh, so we decided, I mean, people have been investigating the cemetery for a long time now. And we've gone up there in the past and really... Um, we haven't gotten much from there, but a lot of people still go there and they still talk about all this crazy stuff. So we decided, you know what, let's go talk about, it. let's go up there and investigate one more time and then talk about it. And some of the stories people say is they'll, they'll see orbs flying. They'll hear voices, um, through, you know, through the trees. Um, they'll, um, you know, with their devices, they'll hear, they'll have supposed words or or communication going on with their devices like ghost meters k2s and so forth and so ghosty said let's investigate and uh just like we suspected we were not getting much responses to anything well now that i know the name of the ghost we should go back oh yeah what's the name annie c jones the grave of annie c jones what's what's so She's the only, out of like a hundred graves there, she's the only one that has like a plaque with her name on it. Yeah, she's the only one with her name on it. So there's 99 unmarked graves. And 99, huh? And there's there's one grave that uh, they think a bunch of little girls, so people bring gifts, like toys. Because it's so like a forth. smaller plot. So that everybody seems to just, all when they're cleaning out their bedrooms, they just bring all their old stuffed animals and just dump them there. That's what it looked like. One picture I saw online, someone had like a makeshift Ouija board. Oh, they, really? Yeah, they had a piece of paper that they wrote, you know, the alphabet stuff on the yes and no, and it was in that little kid's uh, picket hmm. fence. Interesting. So of like the hundred graves, only 20 of them have like the little picket fences around them. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, we probably investigated maybe half of the cemetery. Because looking at pictures after we left, because we got there at night, and this is my first time there, so I didn't know how big it actually was. Yeah, we only probably did about half the cemetery. It's it's fairly big for where it's at, but it's still not that big of a cemetery. Right, yeah. And I mean, 100 bodies, that kind of makes more sense. I could see that. For Like I said, they only lasted like when they were booming just a few years, and then it would be gone again. Well, me and Ghosty have investigated this cemetery. This will be our third time that we, we just experienced. Uh, the first time was very similar. It was just that, that area where I was picking. Well, the first time it was us trying to find the damn place. <laughs> yeah, that took a long time. Then we finally <laughs> found it. It, it was kind of shocking when you came up the top of this hill and then you see all these picket fences around some of the the plots. That was kind of you know interesting. And then uh, on the second time, we kind of went deeper into where the trees are. And I believe there was like a little bench that was there. And there, I think there was more. We, we put up a laser grid. Just to kind of see if anything would kind of come across it, because it's you know it's pitch black out there. There's no lights or anything. Um, you know, nothing really happened both of those nights. And then this would be our third investigation of the cemetery. 
We did hear an interesting little noise, though. It was uh, probably an owl. Owls. It was, but I'm just saying it was. It was. It was. Uh, it was not expecting that sound. <laughs> you know, it was like a a chirp and whistle sound at this right after each other. But no, I don't think it was a spirit. I don't think it was. A, I mean, I did think maybe somebody was walking back there, um, and so maybe they were just making noises. I did call out. No one responded because we did on their way up there. We did run into people. Oh yes, the wild gunslinger of the West. That's right, old Jaron Legas. We run into a few people. They subscribe to the podcast, like this, uh, follow us on Instagram and and, Facebook. and then ask for a shout out. Um, yeah. So here it is, and he here's, really here's was the wild shot. gunslinger of the West. He was packing heat and he was shooting some coyotes. Yes, yes he was. Well, did he had attempted? His, he had his he had his firearm in case there were coyotes. Um, but uh, I believe as this airs, the day this airs, so today, the, what, 15th mm-hmm. of November? 15th when it airs. Yes. Uh, I believe he said he was leaving for the armed forces. I don't remember yes. which branch of the military he said he was going into, but we wish him luck and, and thank him in advance for his service to the country. Yes. Good luck, Jared. But uh, so after uh, we run into them, we start doing our investigation. And yeah, none of the equipment is... You know, nothing setting it off. Um, usually, like, the Ghost Meter Pro will pick stuff up right away, and it is, you know, sitting there dormant forever. Um, yeah, my EMF meter, at one point, it did, while well, was, I was just kind of holding it in my hand, notice how our phones out or anything, my EMF meter did go off and start beeping, but that was, like, the only time, and that was when we first started. I didn't really pick up anything else the rest of it. Like, when we first got there... I felt like there was a spirit kind of watching us, so I walked towards where I thought it was, and it felt like it was like kind of going around back behind the tree and avoiding us. It didn't really seem like it wanted to interact. Right, and then when we did get any type of interaction on the Ghost Meter Pro, it wasn't, it wasn't much. It wasn't anything significant, and there was only one time where there was interaction on the Ghost Meter Pro that made the K2 blip to like the second light. Um, nothing significant, really. And then at the same time, my iOvulus went off. The iOvulus said something. It said, like, major. At the same time, the the Ghost Meter Pro kicked in. Yes. Yes, it did. Um. It also said hippid. Um. Making up words. Making up words. (laughs) I've never seen that pop up on the iOvulus before. I don't think Uh, it's a real word. I don't know what hippid (laughs) is, but (laughs) H-I-P-I-D, hippid, is what it said. I have no clue what that means, if it means anything. So if you know, let us know. But I think when people are picking up, like, orbs out there, I mean, you're picking up, there's dust, there's you're so outside, dust. there's dust. So much dust. A lot of wind, um, could be moisture particles and bugs, because you're outside. So I, I don't, first off, I don't pay any mind to any orbs in the first place, really. But... Yeah, from that place, when I see that, especially, I'm just like rolling eye rolls. <laughs> now, I've heard so much about this place. And right. how great it is to investigate, and I just I didn't see it for myself. Yeah, doing some research on right. on this on this location, you know, I came across his websites, and it talks about the most uh, active or most haunted p- parts of Utah. And Merker Cemetery comes up, and I'm just like, I've been here three times, and I've had zero experiences. Well, it's funny. This is what people say that they experience in Merker. Uh, some of the paranormal people that have investigated. Uh, they say that they've had high emotions, emotional scarring, and or tragic histories and will be haunted, uh, and, and they're filled with large amounts of paranormal activity. Uh, apparently, Merker and its residents fit into a haunted category due to its history, 
The cemetery is popular among investigation groups, paranormal enthusiasts, and history buffs. Um, it says many visitors have found it difficult to get the spirits to communicate with them, especially during the day. It wasn't much better at the night for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it says the cemetery seems to have more spirit activity during the night, which I, I didn't really see. Um, it says there's a young girl who likes it when visitors place dolls upon her grave, uh, which is probably why that one grave had all those stuffed animals and stuff. Um, and apparently there's also an Italian immigrant miner who will chat with people through EMF meters. Uh, many visitors say that they've experienced drains on their electronic devices. Cold spots have been felt by visitors as well. And um, apparently someone during an EVP session heard a voice say, you don't belong here. Cold spots in an outdoor setting. I, I just yeah, invalid, I have a hard time with that Super one. invalid. Yeah. I mean, Unless you're like out there in the middle of June when it's like 100 degrees at night and you feel a cold spot, maybe... Yeah, if, but yeah. still outdoor cold spots. It's <clears throat> no, the desert. It's the desert. It gets cold at night, even in the summer. Exactly, it's going to get cold but, at night. Yeah, this this uh, article says that this is one of the most haunted hot spots in Utah. It feels like just, it feels I like they say that for every article, so they get it's, it's clickbait for articles. Mm-hmm. Saying right? It's the most haunted. Oh, I'm I'm gonna I gotta read this, and then it's like no, it's not. I'm sorry, because you know you think again. This is out in the middle of the desert in Tooele County. What would a spirit that can free roaming, yeah, go anywhere they want, want to hang out in the <coughs> middle of nowhere with coyotes around? Well, exactly. some spirits like to hang out where their body's buried. Sure, but still, maybe like, for a certain amount of time, maybe. Right. You know, I I could see them wanting to for whatever reason for a certain amount of time, but at this point, when everybody that they have ever known is already dead, and nobody from there's nobody in this town anymore. Nobody's no one's visiting. Come, no, nobody's visiting your gravesite to see you that you care about. Right. So, why stick around? Especially when the graves don't have names on them, except for Annie. Right, I would Annie be Jones. walking my dead spirit ass over to Tooele and go haunt that spooky ass town. Right? What's a, is there, it's pretty spooky, Tooele already. <laughs> yeah. Well, this so, is Tooele County. All of Tooele County is just like creepy spooky. shit. Um, there's spooky. there are streets in Tooele. Down in like the old part of Tooele. They're named after us. There is a street named after us. <laughs> but um, in that same kind of area by that asylum, there's like some really dark ass streets. Yeah. And they're creepy. Like I could see some some weirdos hanging out there just being real One of the drunk. creepiest investigations, like I'll still, and to ghosts, this day, is like ghosts. the scariest investigation I've ever done is in Tooele. And I still need to go there and investigate. Well, this wasn't the, oh, oh, that this was, was a house. This was a house. This was res- residential. Yes. Um, this guy was so far gone, like he heard chanting in his head and went and grabbed a pen and paper and wrote down, like phonetically, what he was hearing in his head. And when we translated it, it was Latin saying, This one is ours, priest. Um, when we started cleansing the home, this dude was outside. He went outside for a smoke, and I went to check on him. And uh, one of the things that we used to do on the old team when we did cleansings was ring a bell because in human spirits of a certain nature, it like, it's kind of like a dog whistle. It hurts them. Like it's the, they don't like the frequency. They don't like the sound. When it's they like started venom and symbiote. Yes. I hate, I hate loud. Noises. Yeah. They hate loud noises. That's why in Spider-Man three, That's when Toby McGuire hit the, the poles and got venom yep. out of Eddie Brock. Um, they use all that from paranormal stuff they've yes. <laughs> But this dude was actually curled up in the fetal position on the ground screaming, it hurts, it hurts, and wanted us to stop ringing the bell. 
Um, just like Eddie Brock. Just like Eddie Brock. <laughs> and Spider-Man 3. Sam Raimi and Spider-Man 3. Um, this sounds, sounds like a familiar plot. <laughs> yes. No, it was creepy. Because some of the reports that the guy had said there was like uh, two-legged, like bipedal hoof prints walking up to one of his windows. And there was no hoof prints or nothing walking away from the window. It just they vanished. Hmm. He let it in through his window. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've, I've been Bipedal to... hoof prints. I've, I've I would like to... to see pictures of this because how do you determine that they're bipedal? I don't know. I would like to see it as well. Yeah, but... like, I mean, hoof prints or hoof prints. I mean... <sighs> I don't know. We tried to cleanse the home. It didn't work because this guy was so in deep with this entity. Um, I don't. I honestly, to this day, have no idea what happened to him. I've, I've been to some homes. And, you know, these are like 100-year-old homes. And I've, I've asked... Because of what I do for for business, I, I go to people's homes, and so I've I've asked a couple of people like, "Hey, I just have this theory that you know a lot of this houses, whole this whole town is on." Yeah, <laughs> have you seen anything? And people tell me, "Oh yeah, I've come out, I've come out and saw somebody just standing in my living room, then just vanish away." I'm like, oh damn! <laughs> I've had, you know my TVs would turn on and things would just happen, and then one day I walked into my living room and there was somebody just standing there, and then they disappeared. I was like, okay, well that answers that question for me. Interesting. Yeah, but my overall impression of the cemetery is there's nothing there. Right. For Same. the most part. I mean, yeah, will they maybe come back and see themselves? Or will a random spirit be like, I can feel some energies from you know dead bodies here? Yeah, but I don't think they're hanging out there. Right. I don't think there's more than like maybe two spirits at a time hanging out maybe. At- and you get to be there coincidentally the time they're there. It just if you, get, if you get evidence, it's just a big coincidence. Yeah, right. I'll have to go through my audio and see if we got any EVPs or not, which I doubt. It might be hard too, because again, we were outside and there this was a couple wind blows here and there, so it's it might owls be hard. Hooting away. It was a weird sound, though, right? It was kind of loud. It well, and it, it me was off some kind of it kind of seemed like it was kind of going in a circle around us too. Yeah, Ghosty heard it from from the east end, and then we heard it again from the north end. It was like, whoa, what's happening here? They were, we were getting surrounded by. Birds of prey. Yes. <laughs> Beaker got scared. Maybe coyotes might come out. Well, yeah. Just kick them. Just, yeah, I don't just, know. Go on, get. Get, get out of coyote. here. <laughs> we don't want your kind around here. <laughs> get on out of here. Yeah, they're not very big. Coyotes are not very big. I don't know. I've never they're, seen they're, they're scared of us. Yeah. I'm scared of us. <laughs> <laughs> See? Imagine a coyote. <laughs> I'm, we're huge. Yeah. We're bipedal. Yes. <laughs> So if, if anyone's listening and you've considered that or you've heard that Mercury Cemetery is one of the most haunted in Utah, we've got breaking news for you. It's not. Find out for yourself. You can go there. You can check it out. It's a cool little cemetery. It's interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going back once I've if I purchased like other paranormal gear, maybe like a REM pod or something. I'm more interested in going there and just because you can totally see that because it's not drowned out by lights you can kind of see the sky very clear it's close not too far from dugway where they say that's area 52 uh, i would just go out there just to do some sky watching i'd rather go to dugway to watch the skies rather than go there i want to go to the UNO basin but then but you're, you can kill two birds with one stone you can go to Mercury cemetery watch the sky there but also just kind of hang out and see if anything kind of happens paranormally out there just bring a chair and listen all night <clears throat> And watch the sky. I was, I was thinking about a cot. Just bring a cot. I want to be off the ground. Like snakes could be out there. <laughs> so, so maybe a cot would be up a little off the ground a little bit. 
and then just watch this guy and just have like devices around and see if they get triggered. Because honestly, there's no reason K2's EMF re- any type of EMF reader should go off out there no, in the middle not. of nowhere. You're just covered or surrounded by dirt and rocks and trees. So there is something that was setting off. I have this one EMF detector that picks up electromagnetic field as well as some type of other magnetic field. And one of those was making it set off like a constant. So it was just something in the air there. It wasn't like something was coming in and setting it off. You know, it was just constant. Um, I mean, it could be the device. I don't know. We'll just have to go back. All right. We should. We're going, I'm going to buy new paranormal equipment and we'll go back. Just, yeah, I mean, we're, we're tossing the idea of getting, you know, an infrared or full spectrum camera and. Yeah, I need to replace the one that was stolen on my car last year. It might be kind of interesting to see out there. We can go kind of go deeper into the. Woods. I mean, it, yeah, going at night and it's dark. It is a little creepy to go out and walk out in the woods with little flashlights, and it's, it has a creepy feeling. So I get why people might think, "Oh, I feel like I'm being watched." Well, you just might. Feel, it might just be creepy because you've it's watched just, horror movies, and, right? And you're just, <laughs> you're in this um, setting with these picket fence like things yeah. that you're. Walking back and forth around, you might trick your eyes into seeing shadows as you're going by. That's why I want to go back with my thermal camera. I didn't have it ready to go last night. You know, it'd be a good time to go like around dusk when there's a little bit more light. We can kind of just scan the area a little bit more. Then as the as the night falls and you know, we have a little better uh, grasp of the lay of the This land. is very impromptu. We're just like, hey, let's go to Mercury. And we're like, okay. Right. And after this, I have another cemetery very similar to this, but 10 to 20 times larger. Oh, you want to go have one butt wrapped again? Huh? You, we mean you have one. Yeah. You have one what? That's another cemetery I just said. Another you own cemetery. it or what? Yes, I own this <laughs> okay. cemetery. You bought it. No, yesterday. I said I know of another one. I know of this other one that we can go to. I know what I said. <laughs> I know what I mean, though. I know okay. of other... I know of a bunch of... But it's similar to this in a, another somewhat of a ghost town. Is it in Delta? No. But it, tell me more about the Delta. Oh, apparently there's a lot of like... That's far as shit, though. Delta's it is. far. It is, and I don't hear of a lot of people going there and investigating. Um, but there's uh, one of the truckers that delivers to my work uh, lives down that way, and he's always telling me about like some of the Native American burial grounds and stuff down there. Hmm. Apparently there's a lot of stuff happening down there in Delta. So one of these times we'll have to go check it out. Okay. I don't ever hear much about Delta because it is far out of the way. Delta, I also want to check out Yuseppa. Never been there. Neither have I. Never but, heard of it. But uh, one of the guys I used to work with, um, he told me all about it, and I want to go check it out. Oh. It's it's another one of those weird words. All these damn places. It's, uh, um, it's another Pacific name. Islander for Joseph. Really? Yes. So this town isn't that old then. Early 1900s. About the same time as Merker. Really? Yep. I wonder why they named it that. Someone's a name. Uh, I could tell you more about it if you want, but we're talking about Merker this episode. Okay, yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, so Yusepa, it's out kind of in the same area, out in the Twilla area there. There was... Um, oh, I know why. Yeah, racist the, Mormons. Yeah, the camps. Um, it, was the, it was a city for Pacific Islanders that came from like... Hawaii and other. Oh uh, yes, I do remember hearing about this place, and uh, it was a whole thriving city. They had 
the, you know, the post office and, and grocery stores and, and all that there, fire department and stuff. And they were there because um, they wanted, they didn't have a temple from where they, the LDS temple. And apparently, like, it was okay for them to be here in Utah, closer to the temple, but they didn't want them, like, living near them. <laughs> Racist people. <laughs> so these Pacific Islanders went and started their own town, Yusepa. And uh, once they started building temples, like in Hawaii and, and back, like where they're from, uh, they all just they up and left and just moved back home, basically. And so it's just kind of like a little ghost town now. Do you think that would be haunted, though? I don't know, but I want to go check it out. It would be cool to just walk through it. And just, just I know that uh, not last year because of COVID, but I don't think they did it this year. But usually in the summertime, there's like a big Polynesian festival out there. Hmm. We need to go check it out. We need to do more research on it, too. Yes, we do. But, yeah, I've been wanting to go there for a couple of years. I remember you talking about this, and I remember someone else talking about this as well, and just nothing ever happens about it. Yeah. And there's probably nothing there, but it's it would be cool to go check out a little creepy ghost town. Yeah, bring out my metal detector, see if we can find some old cans of spam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're being racist. What? <laughs> <laughs> or stereotype. <laughs> you know it's true, though. <laughs> but um, so, yeah. spice process alien meat. <laughs> so Merker in itself, um, I don't think it's haunted. I don't think it's very haunted at all. To where it needs a lot of investigating. No, I'm glad it's free. <laughs> yeah, and you just walk walk over there. Yes. Um, Hey, but, there's not patrol people or security guards in a shack that get us, you know, chase us out. No. Um, they didn't actually chase us out, though. They chased out those loud teenagers, and we just kind of hid and made it look like we were just walking down the street as a, you know, couple. Right. Um, you think there'd be a lot of cops for as much finger bang goes on on that highway. right, right? <laughs> it's the cops doing the finger bang, so. <laughs> those were all undercover cars. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not impressed with this place. But, I mean, if you want to go back and, and check out some other things I there give, and try some I more. give it one out of five stars. I mean, I would rather put more energy into other places and then coming back to this and on a time where we don't have anything else to, to, to check out, maybe. No, I agree. I don't I don't really have a desire to go back. I just don't I don't see the appeal. Right. I don't. Like I said, I, I felt like there was, like, a spirit there, and they didn't really want to talk. Yeah. Yeah, it, I'd never get anything there. I'd never felt much going on there. Maybe they're embarrassed. Like, I'm the one that started the fire. Maybe. I was well, cooking orange like chicken. Article, it said, I mean, it straight up said in that article that paranormal investigators have a hard time getting anything to communicate. Yeah, because but, again, But yet the name of the title of the article is one of the most haunted places in, in Utah. Not much activity, but oh boy, is it haunted. Yeah, <laughs> like, this, exactly. this article is, is Utah's Invisible Ghost Town. This is on the Slick website. I saw it, yeah. But still, it's just like, I just, the seven years I've been doing this, I, I've heard so much about Merker and how super haunted it is and how great of an investigation it is. Yeah. And I, I just don't see it. No. Me neither. I've been there thrice. Zero activity, zero evidence, all three times. And, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'll I'll make it back for a while over there. I mean, if we do a cemetery, there's Sandy City Cemetery. It's not that far from my house. So I'll just go. Uh, no, I don't like the this one's in the city. It's too much like cars. Noise, too noise, much noise pollution. Yeah, I know. 
and butt touches. Too many butt <laughs> touches. Yeah, because we, 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 that was only in the Salt Lake Cemetery. <laughs> we, we've we've done cemeteries, and then you try to listen to your EVPs, and all you hear is just cars. Even though even though they're not around you or driving by the cemetery, you just see you just hear tons of cars. You know what cemetery we need to do? What's that? It's in Nevada. Okay. It's right Clown next Hotel. To the Clown Hotel. <laughs> we should do the Clown Hotel, and I want to go to there. Let's do well, it. you guys may be making a trip to Nevada. Once you guys make That's a pit far stop. out of the way. Oh, is it? It's yeah. a little out of the way. Yeah, there's some good towns not outside of outside of Vegas, about a half hour hour outside of Vegas. I go to okay, um, Clown Motel being one of them, and then there's uh, Eureka down there where they do a lot of like uh, <coughs> conventions and stuff. Eureka, Eureka in Nevada. But yeah, Gusty and I might be going to uh, oh yes. paranormal convention in Nevada here in a couple weeks. I'm so down. There's is all the paranormal peeps are gonna be there, like you got Jason Hawes, yeah, uh, multiple people from from that group. So I know, uh, I think Stephen Gonzalez is gonna be there. Um, I know Josh Gates from Expedition Unknown is gonna be there. Zaffis, um, John Zaffis is gonna be there, and a handful of other people. Elizabeth Saint, yeah, who cares? I do. She's my friend. <laughs> She's. Don't be jealous. I am jealous. jealous. She wouldn't even talk to me. Well, I was there. <laughs> I interviewed her on my podcast, and she still didn't and, want to well, talk to me. She stopped your podcast to come talk to me. Remember? No. <laughs> I don't remember. Who's going to be there? So this is going to be the MGM Grand in Vegas on December 9th through 11th is what this says. Um, but it only has Friday and Saturday listed. So, uh, yeah. Jason Hawes, John Zaffis. Juwan Mass, Sarah Lemos. I don't know those people. Um, there's a UF panel with Chuck Zukowski. Ben Hansen will be there. We know Ben. We know Ben. We're kind of friends with Ben, sort of. Yeah. Um, he knows we exist. Yes, he does. Josh Gates from Expedition Unknown. Well, like the last convention we had here in Utah, I sat and talked to Ben for like an hour. We both did. Yeah, we did. About night vision. <laughs> I believe so, yeah. <laughs> When I asked him kind of what it was like transitioning from being, because he used to be a FBI agent mm-hmm. and then getting into the paranormal and what it was like going from like a regular person to being like a celebrity. And he told me some pretty cool stories that I won't repeat because I don't remember them. <laughs> um, but you'll tell us. <laughs> Brian Cannell will be there. Steve Gonzalez, Amy Bruni and Adam Barry from Kindred Spirits will be there. I like them. So there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of people. Uh, I know the tickets were, uh, 60 bucks uh, each day if you bought them separately. If you wanted to do one day, if you did both days together, it was 100 bucks. I don't like how this is in December. Why are they not capitalizing in October? Probably too many obligations and other things going on and conventions. Maybe. I saw Andrea Perrin post that there was gonna, she was going to be part of a, another convention. I don't know where, but I just saw it briefly. I saw pictures of people that would be there. I recognized some of them. Uh, but what I didn't like was the front because the, the, what they did they took little pictures of everyone probably from you know Facebooks or something like that they put it all into one collage on, on the front cover and the people were in the middle were Ghost Brothers from that but show I hate that show I hate those guys I think there's I nothing know. about them that are like they're good investigators have you seen that bigger Ghost are Brothers are brothers or are they brothers no, the brothers the brothers and um, they're scared of everything yeah they run from everything so it's not like the I want to meet those hillbillies that think they can catch ghosts in these little made up boxes that they have. <laughs> yeah, they at least they stopped doing that. But these guys that have the show, like it really bothered me how they even got the show, and then what their show even is all about. 
it all bothers me a lot. Yeah. Like, none of these guys are investigators whatsoever. Uh, one guy has, like, an interest and then <laughs> had this idea to have a show of him and two of his friends come along and they're all going to ghost hunt together and just get scared of everything and try to make a, a funny show out of it. And it not being funny is the problem. And it well, being more annoying than anything. They yes. should have got the Waynes brothers to do this. I it would have been that. more entertaining for sure. Because these guys are not funny. They try to, like, they try to investigate and they don't investigate. They just run away from shit and just nothing about what they do. They I don't even know if they find much evidence either. I, I haven't gone past the second episode. Yeah, it's hard to even watch this like, show. Okay, I'll, I'll watch it once because I'm interested in paranormal shows. I'll watch it. And I was like, okay, I don't like it. Let me try the second episode. I'm like, okay, I can't, I cannot do this anymore. You made it farther than I did. I've never seen an episode. You're yeah. not missing anything. No, nope. I don't I know. I don't, and I don't know if they've gotten better. Apparently, they're going to be at this con convention, so maybe they've done a few more seasons. I don't know, but I couldn't get past the second episode. I'm like, I'm done. It done was, with it. But uh, kindred spirits, Amy and Adam, those two, and some of the. One of the things that they do when they investigate. Do you, have you guys watched much of their show? I have no. I do know Amy and Adam. I believe are, fr- are friends with our good friend Chip Coffee. Of course they are. Um, He's always on the show. He's like one oh, of the main. Actually, guests. Chip Chip will be at that thing with Andrea Perrin. Chip oh, Coffee okay. will be there. Um, that makes sense. We've actually met Chip. So and Andrea and Andrea. We well, we played the interview that you guys did a couple years ago. That's right. We're friends. We're friends with. I'm friends with Andrea on Facebook. I don't know if you are. That's, oh, how good. I, yep. that's how I found out about this convention I'm telling you about. Oh, duh, that makes sense. <laughs> Why do you let me talk? So one of the things that Adam and uh, Amy do when they investigate is they do this thing where they're doing like a ghost box session, right? But one person has headphones on and a blindfold on, and they're only listening to what is getting played through the spirit box. I've heard about that before. And... So usually it's Amy. She's usually blindfolded and uh, noise-canceling headphones, so she can't hear anything going on around her. And then she's repeating what she hears get said through the spirit box. So mm. she doesn't know what is being asked or what anything. All she's doing oh, is repeating what she hears. Oh, we're oh. so doing that with you. I like that. So yeah. what? So one person is in another room, and they're asking questions. And they're asking questions, and she's answering these questions through what she is hearing from yeah. the spirit box and mm. it is pretty spot on sometimes it is crazy spooky. i like that idea um like he's asking questions and she's just blurting out what she hears and he's just like what all right we're going back to murker and we're doing this um or somewhere more haunted yeah i know no murker it's gotta be murker because that's what the episode's about so i've been wanting to do this and i always forget about it and i Never remember it, and I'm glad it got brought up so I can say it now, and you guys hear right, it now. Right, right. So I, when I do forget it, at least I'm not the only one that'll forget it. Yeah. Well, I'm taking donations for new paranormal gear. I'll put my Venmo on the Facebook page. <laughs> I want to get a better spirit box. I don't like the one that I have right what do now. You have the one from Ghost Stop. Oh, I have the SB7. Right, that, have, the SB7 or the SB11 would probably be a lot. I better have to choice. get it back from the person I borrowed it to, but I do own an SB7. Just because I like the frequencies that those pull from rather than FM and AM radios. Yeah. Because there's just too much other noises going on on those. Wait, that's what SB7 pulls from is AM and FM. But it does it in a different way. Because when I hear that. Well, you can scan forward and backwards. I No, there's another one. I think I've I seen uh, 
on Ghost Adventures where it's almost white noise-ish. Just, you don't hear the actual cuts of going from station to station. It uh-huh. sounds more like just white, just a constant white noise. And so you're not hearing the blips and all the cuts. You're just like a, a almost just like a dead air noise. You and know, then, we could probably find a white noise generator on some of these websites. But not a white noise generator, but something that's just a better spirit box that doesn't give you all the cuts and the... All the, well, that's all the spirit box is doing is creating white noise. Right. But there's a better one that I've seen on Ghost Adventures is what I'm saying. It well, probably we'll costs fi- more. Find it and we'll get yes, it. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you for acknowledging that. <laughs> I'm just saying I have an SB7. Okay, let's somewhere. get some better stuff too. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a plan. Okay, let's do all of these things. I know. So birthdays and Christmas is coming up. Um, so we'll, we'll get some. Ooh, maybe at the convention they might be selling some really cool equipment. Ooh, maybe. Okay, now. Okay, we're definitely going. Yep, we're definitely going. I, I might just have to call after work one day. Yeah, do it. I'll call my <laughs> boss, too. You're your own boss. He's cool, though, too. Uh, yeah, my boss yeah he's cool. kind of a dick, <laughs> from what I've heard. <laughs> Maybe you should take him on the Finger Bank Highway. I don't know if I want to go to Vegas right. anymore. I don't know if I want to take you to Vegas anymore. <laughs> I'm going solo. That's how you always go on the finger bang highway. I'm getting my own room. I'm not sharing a room with you, weirdo. We'll see what happens. We'll share a room. <laughs> We're totally sharing. We'll totally share a room. It's cheaper. Well, I think that's it for old Merker, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Did we even talk about it? Yeah, we did. We talked about Merker for some time. <laughs> Don't go there. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. It's such a waste of time. It, yeah, it really is. Um, You're welcome, everybody. There's no buildings to look at. There's just some picket fences in rectangular boxes. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Ghosts, you don't play that shit. Peace out, butterflies. Let's go paranormal gear shopping.